There's a new name for Toyota in Lanarkshire. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota opens this October in Hamilton. We're bringing you everything Toyota backed by first-class service. So come and view the stunning new Toyota range, all with up to 10 years warranty. Including the Igo Cross and the new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas. Our formidable range of commercial vehicles, including the Hilux. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer-trained technicians. And Specialist advice from our Motability team. Macklin Motors Toyota opens Monday, October the 17th. At Whistlebury Road, Hamilton. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com. Representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go! go, 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 go. Callum McGregor, the Celtic skipper, is in London at the moment. His knee injury is being assessed in Harley Street. Cameron Carter-Vickers is back in training, but no timeline yet from the manager on his return. Celtic tomorrow, the champions at 12.30, kick-off against St. Johnson in Perth. Challengers Rangers, well, Giovanni Van Bronckhurst says Morellas and Cholak could play together. And he says he wants more from Ryan Kent. This is Paul Cooney on the Go Radio Football Show with Mark Guidi and Barry Ferguson. The line there about Ryan Kent is, I first heard that from you, you want more from him, and so does the manager. Yeah, I've been saying that now for a, a number of weeks, Paul. Um, Ryan Kent's a player that I think a lot of. Um, I think he's got a lot of ability, um, but I need to see it on a more consistent basis in terms of scoring goals, creating goals. Now, he, he done it last week um, against Hearts at, at Tynecastle, a great ball in for Sholak, and obviously he scored the, the fourth goal. Um, but I need to see that more. Um, and as I said I think the, the manager's right to, to ask for, for more I'm sure if you ask the Rangers supporters um, they would want more and as I said I've been saying it for a, a number of weeks now um, I've been greedy about it yep, yep. I'm because he, he's a player as I said that I, I rate highly but I need to see it week in week out Rangers fans what do you think 08, 08 17 17 700 Mark that moment the other night when Callum McGregor went off it didn't look good you're hoping that it's going to be good news but it doesn't look like it he's gone to London and that's usually quite serious fingers crossed we don't know yet but he's being assessed at the moment yeah I mean usually when that's the case Paul and you don't get a quick diagnosis then you're looking at, at weeks rather um, than days um, you kind of think that that may well be Callum McGregor's first half of the season over I've got five weeks to go so if he's back to play any part between now and before November the 12th, 13th when we stop then I think that'll be a bonus um, for, for Celtic but when you look at his injuries he's quite a quick healer he's not wanting to lie down and you know so he'll battle back but it might might not be a bad thing for him as well maybe, maybe just a wee uh, a wee rest won't do him um, any harm but that said Celtic will miss him you know this period he is a guy who makes Celtic one or two people might have been critical of his performance the other night one of the goals however over the piece he's Celtic's main man that's where he got the injury Barry you've described him as the heartbeat of Celtic yeah that, that's what he is um, but he's probably not, not played at the, the same levels over the last couple of weeks but Callum McGregor and the Celtic team Celtic are a, a far better football team um, that, that's my opinion he'll be a massive loss um, and as I said that now it's, it's up to somebody it looks to me if he is going to be out for quite a while if you get sent down to London it must be serious um, so now it's up to another player to, to step in and, and take over the mantle but um, it's big big shoes to fill Callum McGregor as I said I think um, he's been a real driving force in there since he's took over the captaincy and even when he's not playing at his very very best 
He's still a big influence on the Celtic team, Paul. Celtic fans, who would come in? Is it Abiel Gard? We didn't see much of him the other night. Is it going to be, well, James McCarthy is there. Aaron Moy, he missed out as well. Uh, let's speak to the two managers. 0808 17 17 700. And we're on the socials at Go Football Show. Have we had enough of the Champions League now? We're it's, I, it's brilliant, isn't it, until the games start? I mean, at the Radisson Red the other night, how good was that? Yeah, it was yeah. a brilliant... I've got to be honest with you, it was a, a brilliant buzz in the, the crowd, the, yeah. the Rangers fans that were in it, I, I thought were excellent. Uh, I don't know how many you had up to, oh. to ask questions, but I thought their questions oh. were really good and I thoroughly enjoyed it. But the only thing I, I never enjoyed was the, the games because exactly. it was a brilliant build-up. Look, we've been waiting on this for... Years both old firm teams in the yeah. the Champions League, but um, both of them at this moment in time are struggling, Paul. Mark, it is, isn't it? Great night the next night with the Celtic fans yeah. as well. But you know, you were saying in the office, six games down, uh, one point for Celtic, nothing for Rangers, and two goals. It's yeah. not great reading. No, it's not. Celtic have got one point um, and two goals. Rangers have got no points and no goals. So it's not good at all. That said, Paul, I, I have to be honest, I, I'm. I'm realistic about you know I don't go into the Champions League with a Rangers supporters hat on and a Celtic supporters hat on. I always thought it was going to be difficult. I look at Rangers' performance on a night against Anfield against Liverpool. Look at that front four that Liverpool had. They've got Allison in goals, Van Dijk, Jordan Henderson. Um, you know, so you look at it. Okay, Rangers lost. Didn't really put up you know much of a, a fight in terms of going forward and pressing Liverpool and putting them in the back foot. But Giovanni Van Bronckhorst got his tactics right now. He's had to rely as well on a brilliant performance from Alan McGregor. Now, had it not been for Alan McGregor, if that was any other goalkeeper in Rangers books, Liverpool would have won at least 6-0 on Tuesday night, at least. So, that's what the goal he's there for. That's why he is Rangers number one and I think Giovanni Van Bronckhorst certainly learned that um, on Tuesday night. But, I don't expect a lot from them. Yeah. I'm expecting a wee bit more from Celtic. I think Celtic's in a slightly easier group. And I yeah. yeah. And I think that Celtic's a better team than Rangers. So I'm expecting a bit more from Celtic. The real challenge for them is, Paul, they can still salvage it by winning back-to-back um, against Leipzig and, um, and Shakhtar. That shouldn't be beyond Celtic. That should not be beyond them. But for Rangers to go and beat Liverpool at home, for them to get on to six points and beat Ajax there in the next two games... That's too big an ask. I'm just being realistic. Mm. I don't think Rangers are going to beat Liverpool. Um, I don't think it's going to be as, as one-sided as it was last Tuesday night. But I don't see Rangers hurting Liverpool very much, to be honest. Barry, can I ask you first about Celtic then? Leipzig in town on Tuesday. Can Celtic get a draw? Could they get the win? Yeah, possible. I mean, I watched the game and I wouldn't say Leipzig are a top-level team, Paul. Um, they, they, had, they had three players in the team that impressed me. We all know about Werner, who was at, at Chelsea. I thought the boy up top, Silva, who scored the two goals, really impressed. Hadn't Player seen too of the much week. Yep. Yep. Um, but the standout was Nkunku. He was. You can see why teams are willing to pay 60, 70, 80 mm. million pounds for him. He was... He was uh, the, the the top man, top level football player, just intelligent, strong, powerful, can handle the ball, can run the channels, can score goals, can yeah. pretty much do um, everything you, you would want in a, a centre forward now. Them coming to Celtic Park next Tuesday. If they keep their three quiet, I think it's possible that they can get something out of the game. Because I wasn't overly impressed with them defensively. I, I thought they were they were wide open at times, um, taking chances. Midfield too, I've seen better. Mm. So that that's the three I would probably say that Celtic need to make sure that you don't give any 
time and space and if they do that they're in with a great chance of, of getting something for the game and how they could do with Cameron Carter Vickers back couldn't couldn't they yeah he's a big miss yeah. Look, he, he's he's a leader there he's he's been a, an excellent find um, from Postacoglu there's, there's no doubt he, he has a big miss but uh, one thing I will say watching the game I thought well done well mm, good I did um, a lot's maybe made that was his first Champions League game as well and, and I thought he he handled the occasion um, pretty well because it's a big ass for him. Of course. You know what I mean? Let, let's be honest, the, the two main centre halves for Postacoglu are, are Carter Vickers and, and Starfelt. They're out. But Jens has come in, he did okay. But I thought Welsh handled the, the big occasion pretty well because, as I said, he was up against two top quality centre forwards. I'll come back in Rangers uh, in a second or two. Mark, it, it's tough, isn't it? That centre-back yeah. pairing is so important yeah. in, in the spine of any team. Yeah. And, and Jens and Welsh are new to each other. Yeah, they are. And then, you know, if you're talking about, you know, going into Tuesday night at, at Parkhead with the potential of not having Carter Vickers or not having McGregor, then there's a real important part in the middle part of your team. Yeah. All the experience and stability that that brings you. And one thing for Celtic, we know they can score goals but they, they can't keep clean sheets in Europe. So that's a problem. So Barry's talking about the strength of Leipzig as a front three, obviously. It's a formidable front three. So it's really, can Celtic score two or score three to, to, to win the game? I think they probably can, but it's a big ask. And and I know a lot of the Celtic fans will say, oh, you know, and shouldn't change and they shouldn't. And I get that. You know, they play the way they play and I'm all for it. But, but yeah, but just be a wee bit more compact. At certain times, I'm not saying completely change your style, but at certain times, just be a wee bit more defensively aware, be a wee bit more compact. I think back to Brendan Rodgers' teams in Europe five, six years ago. Um, and Brendan, invincible team, they were brilliant. But in Europe, again, they get found out and, and, and maybe a wee bit of stubbornness, whatever you want to call it, from Brendan, um, not changing things. Um, and the thing that got me about Brendan's team was... They weren't aggressive enough defensively. Now, if you don't want to change your style, be fine. And it's the same with Ange. But see, when you're in the back foot, be more aggressive. Clear your lines. First and foremost, when you're at clear your lines. Stop all the time. Not all the time. Despite what the philosophy is, do you need to keep playing it out from the back? At certain times, just rose edit, get your shape, get your breath back. And for Joe Hart as well, so it's the way the manager wants me to play. Well, that's fine. But also, take ownership of your mistakes as well you know, at the end of the day he made the mistake so the manager yeah. yeah so take yeah. ownership of your mistakes because that's where the, the, the manager wants you to play so that's why just certain times yeah. just be more willing to adjust I'm not saying completely change things yeah. but just be more willing to adjust defensively Celtic fans what do you think 08 08 17 17 700 Mark you will have read the fine column today in the <laughs> daily record of a young Barry <laughs> Ferguson there with a I'm not sure who that is that's, oh he's got loads of hair Lionel Messi oh, great right. picture Rangers Barca game yep but Barry, your point is... Yeah, I'm uh, trying to fire him up for next week. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Well, but, uh, you reminded me of it. With a bit of luck, belief and a game plan, they can prove it again. Yeah, Mark will probably remember. In yeah. the media, that uh, it was anti-football. I don't know yeah, if you remember, I remember Barcelona. Of but yeah. do you know what? Walter came up with a plan and we stuck to that plan. Now, it wasn't the way that you, you would want to go and play, but you've got to be realistic who you're up against. You're up against Xavi, Iniesta, Henri, Messi... <laughs> <laughs> you're talking world class yep. players so we had to go out with a game plan and that was to deny them any space and time make it horrible for them get in their faces if they get past you take a foul for the team and then after 25-30 minutes I remember the game really well 
is you could see them starting to get frustrated. You could mm -hmm. tell um, that they were moaning at the referee, they were giving it everything. And I think that's the way that Rangers may need to approach the game against Liverpool ne next week. Because you never know. Look, if we went toe-to-toe -to -toe with Barcelona, sure. exactly. it's 4-5 nothing. And that's me being honest, yeah. brutally honest. So we went 4-5-1, sat off a wee bit until they came into the middle of the pitch and then it was just like... Um, Rats up a drain pipe, basically. That was that's what it was like. Just don't give them any time and space. And I think maybe Rangers need to go down that route because if they do get a point, they will need a point next week because then they've got obviously Ajax. Sure. You can forget about Napoli. Napoli let, sure. Let's be honest. Even Napoli have, have mm. qualified. Are still a quality team. You just look at the the strength and depth they've got in the bench. So if they can nick mm. a point, who knows in football? Maybe it can happen next week, and then you get Ajax coming to, sure. to Ibrox. And they're struggling. They are struggling. And you look who they've got to play, I would fully expect um, Liverpool to beat them and Napoli yeah. also to beat them. So the, the thing is, if a Rangers need to get four points, because if, if they've only got three, we go to head to head. I don't think Ajax will get another point. Yeah, I'm the same. Unless they get a point at Ibrox. But the only is Rangers to go and win. And, if, and right, and the best chances for Rangers to try and nick a point against Liverpool, it's a hell of an ask. Yeah. It's a hell of an ask yeah. to go and do that because put yourself in Liverpool shoes they won at Ibrox on Wednesday night they've hit the nine point mark mm -hmm. which nine times out of ten gets you into the last 16 um, so you look at it that way but with 45,000 Rangers supporters behind them on Wednesday night it's not an impossible task but it's highly unlikely I would say mm. but four points will get you yep. third place I think yep. so Rangers could be third Celtic could yeah, still I'm be second they're going although, to go and, yeah. and, and outplay Liverpool no, no, at football because no, uh, no. there's levels and, and I think people have got to be realistic yeah. Mark used mm -hmm. that, that saying or word whatever you've got to call it realistic with Rangers and Celtic they're in the Champions League they're at top level now and they're just not quite at that level but at home it's different when you're at Ibrox when you're at Celtic Park you've got the crowd and if you come up with a game plan that I think that Rangers need to adopt next week maybe go the 4-3-2 mm -hmm. formation and, and try and deny Liverpool any time and space because as I said I've always maintained that you give very good players or top quality players any space they're going to hurt you big time Let's hear from the managers Hearts as you know lost last night but Scotland women won an extra time so they play um, Ireland, Republic of Ireland on Tuesday. More about that coming shortly. But Ange Postacoglu speaking today about Callum McGregor. He's off to London for an assessment on his knee injury. There's a reason, you know, Callum was the captain, not just, you know, his playing ability. He's, you know, he's a fantastic player and a big contributor to the way we play our football. And also, he's, as you said, he's influential on and off the field. So you can't just replace him uh, with one person uh, overnight. That just doesn't happen. So it's, it's about now other people sort of filling in the breach. Um, yeah, we missed him for a few games last year as well and um, it's just stuff we have to cope with. Uh, you know, disappointed for Callum more than anything else because you know, he's, he's very influential in the group and he wants to be involved all the time and um, you know, his performances have been you know, super but you know, we just have to deal with uh, what's ahead of us. 60 games a season normally, isn't it, Mark, for him? We'll find out in the next few days, I would imagine, but Barry's already said with that kind of injury, it will be lucky if he's back this side of the, the new year. Yeah, you, you, that's what you're kind of thinking just now. You just thought maybe if it can get, in, get an operation, sometimes Barry will know better than us. You know, you get in and he say, oh, you're under the knife, you're going for an op, and everybody thinks, well, that's sure you're out for three months, but sometimes you can be back in a yeah, couple of weeks. Yeah, you know, so it just it, it depends, but at least they're going for an expert um, diagnosis, prognosis, what's the right yep. word? Um, and then we'll, we'll take it from there. So Thank I would doctor. say if... <laughs> I think if... Um, 
if there's a chance that he could get back, let's say for the start of November or something, right now that would maybe seem like a good bonus. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that is the case when they go down the scan and once they open you up, sometimes it's not as bad as it actually looks um, in, in the scan. Um, but listen, time will tell. Look, if it's a cruciate, you're out for six, seven months. But you're hoping it's not that for, for Callum State or, or Celtic sorry is there, is there a there. chance it is a cruise ship I, I, I don't know because right, it's okay, a knee right, I'm just going right, on because right, it's right, a knee worst case the, scenario yep and then you've got the medial ligament you've got a lateral meniscus yep. all sort of stuff in there I've the reason why I'm saying that is because yeah. I've done every single yep. one and they're, they're all different time scales right. and, um, what was your quickest recovery? Uh, was I tore my medial um, three months no, I, no, I was eight weeks. All right, with that. good. Eight, eight, nine weeks. Mm -hmm. um, they just went in and they just stitched it up, um, and I've done my lateral. That was similar. Meniscus, it was a bit longer, and the cruciates. Everybody knows that that's um, a bit longer term. But in mm -hmm. terms of now, the way that they operate, yeah, the, the mm -hmm. procedures that they go through Keel. now. Yeah, it was before. Yep. I mean, ten years ago, it was what 12, 12 mm -hmm. months for a cruciate. Yeah. Now you see it; it's a way down to six. But you'll not know until. He actually gets the scans and obviously the specialists have a look at it and maybe they want to go inside. Sometimes it's better when you get opened up to, to see the, the actual damage. We've got loads happening tonight. We've got loads to hear from the managers. We're going to speak to GVB here about Cholak up front, maybe with Morelos. He's not ruled it out. And also his thoughts on Ryan Kent. But back at Celtic, here is the injury update. Well, there'll be some some natural ones, obviously. You know, with, with like I said, Callum out. And, um, but I'll wait and see how the boys are this morning. We've obviously... Um, Cameron Carter-Vickers and, and Aaron Moy had a session yesterday and they're due to join training this morning, so I'll see how they go. Lee Alabada's obviously available after midweek. Dave Turnbull will miss out. Uh, he's got some tonsillitis, so we're hoping that by Tuesday, hopefully that's cleared up, but we'll wait and see. So I'll just see how the boys um, sort of pulled up from the game. and um, But, you know, we'll, we'll make at least, uh, you know, two or three changes um, because, A, we just got going to be a challenging game tomorrow and we need to freshen up the team. We've got some guys who've been training well and, and sort of we need... We, We'll put them in the team and give them an opportunity. And uh, like I said, I'll assess it from there. Barry, what do you think? For the first time in a long time, the Celtic squad is stretched. Yeah, but that, that's why you, you build a, a, yeah. a big squad and that's why he's made a, a number of signings and brought in players. For the You don't want injuries to happen to your key players and the two key players that are. It's obvious um, Carter Vickers is a, a big player, but the, the main one's Callum McGregor. I, I just think it's really hard to, to replace somebody not just a good football player but you hear Postacoglu talk about it it's not just an influence on the pitch it's off the pitch as well which is important but listen it's an opportunity when somebody gets injured somebody needs to come in and grab the shirt yeah. now there's mm. three players that can take that position there's Mo Moy mm. um, there's Abogard and McCarthy yeah. so it's up to one of them if they get the opportunity they need to grab it with both hands we haven't seen much of any of them. A bit more of Moy, but he was injured the other day. Yeah, but look, yep. Moy's a good football player. Yep. Look, I know he had a difficult time um, in the St Murn game. Um, Abogard, I don't know too much about McCarthy. I thought McCarthy watching the game when he came on. I thought he looked good. Um, so it'll be, it'll be interesting to see who he puts in beside uh, Hitati, because for me, he, he plays. Yeah. I think if, if you to go just on the evidence of uh, Wednesday night between Abogard and McCarthy, I think you'd go for McCarthy. Pure in the evidence of Wednesday night. I thought Abelgard, I know it was his first European, I don't know if it was his debut or not, but it, it, I don't think he, he he really got up to speed with the game. I don't think he made a, a, an impression on the game. So, obviously, it's the manager's call for tomorrow, but I would be 
I'd be tempted to go for McCarthy. Big games tomorrow, St Johnson against Celtic. Rangers on at three against St Mirren. Hibs Motherwell, Livingston against Ross County. Dundee United, Aberdeen and Kilmarnock. Big win for them the other night against Hearts. Going to take a quick break and then we're back. We'll hear from Giovanni Van Bronckhurst and more later from Anchpostacoglu. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Your local friendly experts for new and used cars. Let's go! Thanks, Chris. Go Radio Football Show. The weekend is here. The big decision coming tonight. <laughs> it's not the Champions League, it's Eurovision. The one show. Is that show oh. still on? Uh, but tonight, is it Liverpool or is it Glasgow? Oh. Mark, what do you think? Well, Glasgow are the favourites. I think they have been from, from the outset when it get, when it get narrowed down to nine cities. Yeah, exactly. that narrowed down to nine cities. What was your all-time uh, favourite Eurovision song? Oh, t- uh, t- oh. it was tough to be. Uh, uh, I mean, I, I did like was it Dan and, and who was Johnny? Johnny the Irish guy. Oh yeah, he, Johnny Logan. Johnny Logan. Just but another I, I year. I did like. I did like. I did, I did like Manfred Mann. <laughs> they were never in it. Oh, oh who was it? No, I getting brotherhood man. Brotherhood man. Brotherhood man. Barry Ferguson now left us. Studio. Uh, okay, he's he's up for transfer. He wants Liverpool to get it. We'll find out tonight. No, we're listening to Zoe Kelly tonight at seven. That music. The, yeah, the oh, bangers are brilliant. Right. Absolutely fantastic. Right, let's go. Cholak and Morelos. Can they play up front together? GVB. Oh well, uh, I think it's oh, everything is possible. I think they're you know they're true players who um, who who has uh, have goal threat. Cholak is is start of the the, the campaign has been fantastic. Uh, Morelos scoring uh, goals as well, getting fitter and stronger every game he plays. So we have two good strikers. You know, Kamara is is already back training full with the squad. So there's another option. But I think at moments in games, you know, they definitely uh, are capable in in playing together. To, uh, yeah, we have to wait and see in which game we can we can use him or from the start or maybe in, you know in, in in moments in the game when we when we have to force a goal. But they can definitely both be uh, be on the pitch at the same time. Barry, a lot of fans say they want to see that those excites two. me. Yeah, uh-huh. that that does excite me. Whether it's a, a five-three-two, whether mm-hmm. it's a three-four-three, with, with Morelos just playing off. I, I I don't know, but do you know what? That tells me that he's it's obviously and he's thinking whether it's. Tomorrow's game against St Mern mm. or next week against Liverpool because I do still think they will go with the five at the back maybe pushed up yeah. further 10 mm. yards two wing backs further up the pitch and then you put Sholak and Morelos yeah. physical presence they need to try and get something at the Liverpool game so I, I tell you Rangers fans listen to that that will excite them And you'd try it tomorrow then wouldn't you? Would that not be the logic? I know yeah but play- then Liverpool are looking and thinking right that's ah. the way they're going to play against us so maybe he's thinking right do you know what I'll yep. just leave it to, to next Wednesday I'll work on it Monday, Tuesday leading up to that game um, but it's interesting comments and it's comments that listen he's thinking out the box he's thinking right yeah. do you know what these two Morelos I need them in the team because he's physical presence he can he can harass defenders Sholak penalty box striker um, so listen don't be surprised if you see it next Wednesday night against Liverpool Mark it's not popular these days but no. more and more fans are saying yep yeah, put them both on yeah but one thing we know about Giovanni Van Brockhurst he's, he's adaptable Paul he will try things now you know he's, he's quickly going to a back three in games he's, mm-hmm. he's, he's you know he's sized up the way a game's flown and, he, and he's willing to change um, mid 90 minutes um, but you know he's never gone me a front two to the best of my knowledge no, certainly not like that like Morelos and, and Chola and one thing maybe Giovanni Van Bronckhorst is thinking is I need to try and get my best players in the team 
And and he maybe it's a maybe it's a wee case as well, Paul, of trying to keep your best players happy. And you know, I'm not I'm not saying Cholak or Morelos have, have spat the dummy out, but if neither of them start and they think they should be, you put the ball in the box, Cholak will score. Mm. Morelos gives you it as well. He's the best number nine, but Cholak's not far behind them. Very very close. They're both assets. So I think if if I'm Giovanni Van Bronckhorst, I'm thinking myself, okay, how do I get both of them into the team? Is it just as straightforward as being a front two? Or can Cholak do something a wee bit different from being the main striker? Or can Morelos do something a wee bit different? But find a way to get the two of them in because at times this season we're going to need to come up with a different solution. And having the two of them together might work. So yeah, I, and I'd love to see it. I love partnerships, Paul. Yeah. You know, you think back to, 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 to Barry's time. Um, you know, you think back to the Celtic teams. Partnerships. Yep. You know, and I know we don't get it. it doesn't make it say it can't be done. Why not be a wee bit different? Why not just go against the flow? And, and, and if nothing else... Just make the opposition think differently. Oh, wait a minute. What, we've got a front two, right? You, How do we cope with that? You very rarely see a 4-4-2. Four, four, yeah. um, the only time I've seen two up top is you can either say a 5-3-2 or a 3-5-2. A mm. So, listen, it's interesting. It's um, it's, it's probably a smile you, to your face. Yeah, look, yeah. you've got to think different because mm. I think Rangers need to get something out of the game next yeah. week. Whether he tries it tomorrow, I'm not too sure, um, but you never know. But listen, it's um, it's worth a shout because I think they two as a double act could cause um, some teams problems. And Morella still needs game time. He is yep. thinner and looking fitter. Yeah, he's rusty. He's not his fighting. He's rusty. Yeah. He's rusty. Yeah. Look, you need games of football, Paul. Look, he looks in better shape to me. Yeah. That's a plus. That but he had to me, be. Yeah, he had to be. But that tells me that he's he's working hard in the gym. He's working hard in training. Now he needs to start doing it in games now. Let's hear from the manager about Ryan Kent. Such a talented player. Came from Liverpool quite a time ago. He was valued at, what, £12 million? Uh, offered two years ago. Rangers said no, apparently to Leeds, but not getting enough from him. That's what the manager is also saying. This is what he had to say this afternoon. Boy, that he has to bring more. I mean, I think Ryan is, a, is an exceptional player with a lot of qualities. The performance he had against Hearts was a really good one with a lot of threat going forward. I know that his qualities, I think the qualities hasn't been there every every game. He just needs to be consistent and make sure he gives them, you know, the best positions in the on the pitch to uh, to be dangerous to either have an assist or to score on to score the chances uh, he he creates himself. You know, I think the goal he scored against Hearts is a great example. You know, when he comes in and just, you know, make sure he hits the targets. He's definitely a player who can uh, who can give, give us more goals and assists. Well, he's laying down the gauntlet to him now. He's saying, I, I, I need more. Now, you see, as a footballer, if a manager's saying that, you either spit the dummy out or you think to yourself, do you know what? I'm going to go and show you how good I'm at. And I hope it's the latter for me. Did a manager ever say to you, Barry, after yeah, a game? Yeah, I get a call. Yeah, yeah. no doubt about it, because you go through bat, like, spells that you're, you're not performing, the manager will have a wee go at you. And, and you know what? I didn't mind that, because it made me even more determined now. If Ryan, Ryan's listening to that, we all know what ability he's got. He's a player I rate highly. I need to see more. Now, if he's listening to that, I'm expecting him to go out and be absolute flying he's been, go he's been going back the way, hasn't he? Not just Yeah, he was good against Hearts, Paul. I've, I've got to say he was. He looked back to his, his best, but then go back to the, the Liverpool game. Um, he, he was way off it. Now, I know you're playing against a top-quality team, but I, I, I need to see more for Ryan Kent. I think he's got it in him. But now that the manager's saying that, now, I want to see a reaction. That's what it's all about. Show a, a reaction. Go and show them how good you are. Go and set up a couple of goals tomorrow. Go and score a goal tomorrow. He's got it all in his locker. 
Are we going to see it, Mark? Oh, it's up to Ryan Kenny or Giovanni Van Brock, as you just said. He is an exceptional player, but we need more. He needs to show more consistency. Now, in a game such as tomorrow, at home to St Mirren, the greatest respect to, to, to the Mirren, St Mirren backline, Ryan Kent should be running riot at Ibrox in a game like that. Absolutely running riot. So, but I said, the gauntlet's there. The manager's very, well, I wouldn't say it, it's actually not subtle, but it's not. he's not slamming them. He's just saying, I know you're good and I want more. We'd love you to stay as a new contract if you want to sign it. But see, if you don't, go and get yourself a top team under freedom of contract. Go I, I and get yourself Gio, a top team. I think Gio's just been honest there. He, he's, Mark's right, he's not having a pop at him. He's just saying, look, Ryan, I, I, I need more. I want to see more. He's, he's saying how much he rates him. He just wants to see it on a more consistent basis. Uh, basis. And see, tomorrow, whoever's playing right back or right wing back for St Man, I expect Ryan Kent to give him water in the head. Just go and drive at him every single time because when the ball comes and he's one-on-one, -on -one, just go. Sometimes you might get it took off you, but he's got the ability to go and he's got the pace, he's got the trickery. I just want to see it more often from On the chat last night with Andy Walker and Kenny Miller, they were saying they couldn't understand about Scott Arfield. Just the point uh, that you made, Barry, they uh, could not understand. Kenny said it first. As you had said... When the team came out, Paul, yeah. we, we had looked at it and I mm. did say before, I, I thought maybe he went he would have went with a back five and then whether it was three and one up top and one off or he went a four, uh, sorry, a five, four, one. But when he played Tillman and I can understand Tillman did play there in the PSV game and he done well and he got a great result to get into the Champions League. But for me, just since Scotty Arfield's been in, ideal, experienced, very good player, played at Anfield a number of times for Burnley, seen it and done it and I, I was, I, I was, I was, I was, surprised by the, the inclusion um, but listen the manager's got a, a decision to make and that, that's one of the things he did say in the presser after it that Tillman did play well in the PSV game and I get that but for me the best player to play in that position against Liverpool last Tuesday night was Scott Arfield all day long for me Here's the manager speaking about the experience they're getting it's tough at the moment in the Champions League but here's his view you know, it's not all about money. I mean, of course you can get good results in, in the Champions League. You know, if, if, if everything is, is perfect, it's also the, the opponents you face. And of course, you know, also the experience. You know, look at all the teams where we are playing. Uh, we played Liverpool uh, last uh, Tuesday, a team who played three European finals in five years. You know, that's incredible. That's incredible achievement they have. And that's also the experience, the, the competition you face when you play them. Of course, we're under pressure in large parts of the, uh, of, of the game. But, you know, if you see the games we lost before, you know, we were already out of the game in, in the first 20, 25 minutes. And, uh, you know, that, that's the experience we, uh, we did much better against Liverpool. Let's see what Ange Postacoglu had to say about the Champions League and then the switch, as they both have to do tomorrow, back to the Premiership. You know, our game doesn't really change. Uh, obviously, the challenge is a little bit different, as you said, obviously, the different styles you play. But for the most part, I think, you know, the, the kind of you know, security we have is that our football fundamentals don't change irrespective of what competition we play. I think if you <coughs> if you chopped and changed sort of if our approach was different in one competition and different in another, then you know, there's there's always sort of the a little bit of uncertainty, will the guys switch, you know, for, in the way we want to play. But our, our approach is consistent. So I think that helps when you're, you're in different competitions that, you know, you, you don't need to, to really shift your mentality um, to any extent. Just, you know, stick to the basic principles and that's what we'll need to do tomorrow. Mark? 
Yeah, I mean that that's clear from Ange Postecoglou. He's he's not going to change, and and rightly yeah. so, Paul. You know, I get it. My point is at, at different stages of the game, and this is where the players just need to like manage themselves on the pitch. Just be more compact. That's what I'm saying. Just be a wee bit more switched on defensively. And that doesn't mean to say you need to change your principles when you're on the front foot. By all means, do it. And the inverted fullbacks and six or seven of them flooding up the pitch. I get all that and it's great to watch and it's entertaining. But the bottom line is what you've got to be mindful of. Three games played, one point, two goals. So that form in the next three games means you're probably going to drop out of Europe altogether and finish bottom of the section. So therefore, you need to do something a wee bit different. Now, they might not do anything different because their next two games are at home and it might be just the style that we've always been used to but just be a wee bit more defensively aware and you don't need to change your principles to do that. But if you're going to be as open as you were on Wednesday night and I get it, it's away from home, then you're going to have serious problems at that level. So just just tinker it a bit. Barry, I see Matt O'Reilly was quoted today saying they need to be more ruthless and go for the kill in the Champions League. Yeah, but you're, you're playing against top-level teams. I mean, that's, that's OK domestically. Um, but I, look, I, I just don't see Celtic playing at the levels they were three or four weeks ago and they're not and it happens listen that, that's just part of football sometimes you had to dip them for them um, but one thing they did create a few chances in the first half Paul and, and normally Celtic would hit the back of the net they clearly are, are not um, hitting the heights that they did three or four weeks ago that's just part of the game um, but you've got to remember I, I keep going back to both Rangers and Celtic they're, they're in the Champions League and they're playing against top players um, it's a different level it's a, clearly a different level when you watch it you're, um, some of the players that you're, you're, you're playing against are, are, are top class and I've seen it with Liverpool Rangers and Liverpool during the week Liverpool world class players I mentioned Leipzig when Celtic were playing there they had three players who clearly stood out for me um, so it's okay saying you're no ruthless enough but listen you're, you're playing top level football so realistically um, it is a it's a couple of notches up, isn't it? For 100%, both of them. Yeah, hundred percent. Just got to be honest. Paul. Yeah, of course. No, but no, you're saying look like at home in the Champions League. There's always a possibility because you're at home, your fans are behind you. But listen, when that the teams that I played in, we get good results against top teams. Um, you always need that wee slice of luck as Aye. well. But I, 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 that said, despite the first three games and how they've gone for Celtic. I don't see any reason why Celtic can't win the back-to-back games. I think it's there for them. You, know, you look at the performance against Shakhtar away from home. They missed a couple of sitters, you know, in the latter stages of the game. They should have won. Yeah, the other night, you know, not not as comfortable as they were um, in uh, uh, Poland for the for the, the neutral venue, but still created chances and just I say just a wee bit tighter defensively when they conceded three. So I I can see Celtic doing it whether they do or not, but I've got a feeling that Celtic can do the back-to-back victories. Now, it's a hell of an ass because, you know, the great suspect is no Motherwell and Partick Thistle are playing. You know, it's RB Leipzig, it's Shakhtar Donetsk, it's Champions League. But at home, 55,000 fans on the front foot, some quality players. Why not? It's, that's what you've got to do. Yeah. You know, the manager is very positive the way he talks about the Champions League. He seems very, very confident. Well, his players now need to go and back that up for them and the only way to do that is to win the back-to-back games. I think they'll beat Shakhtar. They're the weakest team, I think, in, in the group. Yep. Um, still good players and dangerous players that can hurt you. Leipzig, that's a 50-50 for me. As I said, the three players that they've got to really keep quiet is Nkunku, Silva and Werner. 
if they keep them quiet then they're, they're in with a chance but in terms of getting points I think they'll certainly take three points at home against Shakhtar what will Leipzig do on uh, Tuesday do you think they'll just let Celtic come up and just try and pick them off in the counter yep I, I think that's what they will do yep because mm-hmm. see defensively they're not the strongest mm-hmm. no. that was clear to see I mean you watched the game as well, yep. Paul. Um, it was clear that you could they were see vulnerable that at the back. Much better they're pretty up front. much like yeah. a wee bit wide open and, and you take chances at, at the back as well. So if they play that sort of way, Celtic have got an opportunity to score a goal. But in saying that, Celtic have not been as ruthless as they have been um, in the last two or three weeks. And the transition, they were really good, weren't they? I mean, because Celtic nearly scored again and then... Mm-hmm. Sick, well, yeah, 20 see, seconds later, yeah, they, they're up the pitch. Exactly. When yeah. you're playing against very good teams, yeah. they, they counter you so quickly within yeah. 15 20 seconds, they've got a, an attempt on goal. And for Celtic, I mean, the last game, it's only Real Madrid and the Bernabeu. <laughs> right, quick break, taxi for Cooney. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com, your local friendly experts for new and used cars. Let's go. The weekend we're back to the bread and butter, and in some ways we're quite happy to be back to the Premiership. I wonder, a quick answer, Mark. Would you say at the end of the day, the Celtic fans, the Rangers fans, they care about winning the title more than anything? Absolutely. Mm. Barry Ferguson. Oh, a hundred percent, Paul. That's it. Thanks for that tonight, guys. <laughs> You're absolutely right. I know it is because we talk about it. We love it in the Champions League. But yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah. It's brilliant that they, they get the finances. They've been in the Champions League. Look, uh, uh, being real, realistic, tough to get through at the last 16 with the quality of the teams that are in the, the Champions League group, uh, group stages. Um, but listen, domestically, your bread and butter, make sure you win the, the league title. But it's sexy though, Paul. Mm, you know, you, sure. you think, okay, there'll be a couple, probably a couple of drubbins in there. And the Scottish football fans have come to accept it. And I don't think, you know, we're overly critical of the teams when it happens because we are realistic. Um, but you think about it, Real Madrid were at Celtic Park three or four weeks ago brilliant you know watching the European champions Celtic going toe-to-toe with them almost taking the lead Callum McGregor hits a post on Wednesday night we've got Liverpool coming to Ibrox you know you're going to see Liverpool at Ibrox in the Champions League now, by the way Liverpool might win 3-0 or whatever it's called but they're there you know both clubs are whatever it is 30 to 40 million pounds better off the players are sampling it the supporters are sampling it the city's buzzing um, between September and, and, and November mm. But ultimately, it's all about doing it Saturday to Saturday to become the champions of me. That's what it's all about. The midweek stuff is great, financially brilliant, it's sexy, but winning the title is almost always the most important thing. Yeah, look at the players that are coming to Glasgow. Real Madrid, Cruz, Benzema, Modric. World-class players. Then you look at Liverpool next week, Van Dijk. Thiago, you love him. Oh, I could watch him. He's just... uh, you know, pipe and slippers on a night. He just yeah. love lovely football player. Yeah. Never looked flustered. <laughs> Two men closing them down, just calm, cool and collected. So, as you say, Salah Diaz, guys. I mean, this is what Champions League's all about. You know, what I mean, and it's what an occasion it's going to be, and yeah. it's brilliant for the fans to go yeah. and clamp their eyes on these sort of players playing at Ibrox. Yep, up in the stand, of course, Sir Kenny Dalglish and also Sir Alex Ferguson, James Mortimer next to him as well. So Glasgow well represented there. I see some of them saying, what's what's Fergie doing here? He's an ex-Rangers player. Yeah, I know, yeah. I know. <laughs> it was good. You know, I think the, you know, the Rangers are there. A good support um, down at Anfield and, and as you say, you know, the um, Sir Kenny Dalglish um, was there. Dave King was there as well. Um, 
um, at the game. Uh, Paul at Anfield, I think it'll be Ibrooks um, on Wednesday night mm. as, as as well. So look, it was a good one, and um, you know Wednesday, you know, well actually back to back nights in Glasgow, Celtic Park sixty thousand Tuesday night, Ibrooks fifty thousand on Wednesday night it's brilliant absolutely brilliant we've got tickets for the games it's going to be the two nights will be amazing I'll tell you we will have our special Euro nights for the podcast coming from the Radisson Red with Steen we're looking forward to that and the Go Radio Football Show will be on live from 6 till 8 both nights so it's it's a bit special we love meeting yeah I'm looking uh, forward fans. I'm going to be great both nights yeah it's been brilliant and I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see after Gio's presser there, mm. in terms of the comments about Sholak and about Morelos, what way is he, he going to go? Is he going to come up with a different formation next week? In terms of, is it going to be 5 4 1? Is it going to be 5 3 2? What was he going to play? But I've got a, I've got a sneaky feeling when I'm saying that, mm-hmm. it's in his thinking to play both of them up top. There's also as well, I, I mean, I don't have all the stats. Uh, in front of me Paul but it's coming to mind too you know, not, not that it's a be all and end all for Giovanni and for Rangers but for all the participation that Celtic and Rangers have had in the Champions League what in the past you know 25 years 28 years I don't think there's been a time when either of them have had zero points from six games yeah. you know so it's important yep. for Giovanni mm-hmm. and for Rangers to find a way to get something on, on the board you know you very rarely see any team but Celtic and Rangers unless somebody can correct me but I don't think they've ever finished with zero points and you know Rangers need to go and do something about that the, the next three games yeah, I was hoping they wasn't going to bring that up <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't happened but, has it? do you know what a few people yeah. have actually said that yeah. Yeah. so that, that'll be listen if I'm in that dress room I'm saying to exactly. the boys yep. Right. Yep. and I'm sure that'll be the chat listen we need to make sure Try and get something next week off Liverpool, but Ajax come to town. We need to make sure we we, we get the three points. Early kickoff tomorrow. Then we will talk about tomorrow's games. It's St Johnson against Celtic. Uh, here's Ange Postecoglou. We all obviously got home early hours of the morning, so the boys had day off yesterday, and um, you know sort of went through their recovery process. So we'll have a meeting this morning, but I don't expect the mood to be any different to any other day. Um, you know, we will do our review and and sort of prepare for another tough game tomorrow. And um, <clears throat> You know, make sure that we're ready for you know to sort of play our football. Um, so I wouldn't expect too much change in sort of uh, the mood around the place. So two points in it as they go into that game, Barry. Yeah, it's interesting to yeah. see if um, yeah. Carter Vickers will come back in. I mean, would they want to rush him back? I mean, I think he's too big a player to rush it. If if he's trained maybe a day or two, I'm thinking to myself, no, I'm I'm Leave leaving him. him. I'm leaving him until I know one hundred percent that. The, the niggly injury that he's had is totally cleared. It sounds like it. He's also been speaking again about Callum McGregor. If you're just tuning in, he's in London. He's probably been assessed by now. He's down seeing a specialist in Harley Street. Uh, no, he, we, we, he's, he's, he's going to see um, you know, a specialist this morning, so uh, we'll get some more information, hopefully, uh, during the day today. Not not just a short-term one, So, um, but the extent of it, we'll, 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 we'll have to wait and see. Um, Again, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll wait until we get some accurate information and, and sort of go from there. Early kickoff tomorrow without Callum McGregor, probably without CCV. He mentions David Turnbull as well, who's had a bit of a throat yep. problem. So, what about the early kickoff? Twelve thirty. No, it, it does make more challenging because obviously, um, yeah, you know, hours of recovery are important. We we didn't get until two a.m. You know, Thursday morning, so you're talking about a you know 
48 hours sort of turnaround then to, to get guys ready for a game of football. So, yeah, every hour counts. But, again, it's it's where we're at and it's what we've got to deal with and that's why, you know, um, we'll probably make some changes to the team to make sure that we have this, the right energy levels and intensity that we're going to need. I wonder, Mark, with the energy crisis, that we'll see more early kickoffs. I know this is for the yeah. uh, TV tomorrow, but I wonder yeah. if there'll be one o'clock kickoffs. I know it's happening in England and yeah. some of the lower league clubs. Paul, Paul I would look at it... Um... Anyway, to be honest, you know, energy crisis or, or no energy crisis, you know, across the board, you know, I, I'd be, I'd be much happier with twelve thirty, one o'clock kickoffs every weekend. I think they're better. You know, you go up on a, a Saturday, whether you're a player, a supporter, you're in the media, you know, you go on with your day, and, you, and you've got, you know, you're, you're finished at, at three o'clock, half three, rather than finished at six o'clock or whatever, and then you can go, you know, you, you go out for a bite, whatever it is you want to do, but. I would go for earlier kickoff times. Um, three o'clock's always been a tradition on a Saturday, yeah. but let's be honest, in the past 20 years, it's all, that's all we up in the air because yeah. of television. <laughs> so I would look to bring it forward uh, anyway. And on Ange's point about Celtic's recovery time, St Johnson played on Wednesday night as well. Yeah. yeah. Good know, point. So that's, yeah. that's all relevant. Barry, what do you make of the earlier kickoffs? Do you think that could happen now over the yeah, winter? It yeah. doesn't mind. Look, a couple hours won't make a huge difference let's be honest he says they get in the early hours but they get the day off so the guys we went back and get plenty of sleep Paul and recovered and um, in training today and, and do their stuff but in terms of early kickoffs, I did enjoy the, the 12 o'clock or 12.30 um, but in terms of the, the early kickoffs in lower league I think it's important that they do that because obviously the the power crisis or whatever that's sure. costing clubs far mm. too too much money um, they're doing it down in England in the yeah. lower levels so um, and hopefully they're going to do it up here to see save the clubs a right few yeah. quid because it's going to be a tough winter for a lot of uh, part-time clubs Jimmy has been on the socials saying Barry you mentioned Gikamakis earlier would you start him tomorrow for Celtic? Yeah, d- yeah. I thought he'd, he'd, uh, he'd done well when he came on look he's a, a physical presence you know what you're going to get when yeah. you go up to Perth St Johnson they're going to have their sleeves rolled up um, they're going to get in about you and um, I, I think he could he could start the, the game no doubt about it I thought uh, Kyogo looked look no as sharp mm-hmm. as normally you would you would see him then there was a few Celtic players they looked a bit dead on their feet but you hear Postacoglu talking there it looks to me if he's going to freshen it up a bit um, and that's what you do after a, a midweek game but St Johnson are in the same boat as well there they had a game on Wednesday night I forgot a all tough about game. that yeah. yeah down at Rugby Park in the AstroTurf um, so uh, that'll, be a, that'll be a good watch tomorrow at 12.30 Talk about that in the next hour. What about Rangers then there at St Mirren at three, GVB? Well, I think they had a great start of the season. You know, the last six games, they I think they won uh, five games or even uh, so it's a very good run. They had a great result lately. Very, very recognisable p- team, the way they play. You know, very, uh, very aggressive. Find the two strikers really quick. A lot of runners from midfield. Transition moments really strong and uh, defensive, uh, defensive really compact. So, uh, you know, if you are third in the league it means you know you started the season well credit to uh, St Mirren for the way they started the league Barry phenomenal isn't it they come yeah. to Ibrooks third top I, I don't think this is going to be an easy game tomorrow honestly I don't um, I've been impressed with St Mirren I says at the start of the season they would struggle but now I, I've seen them a couple of times live certainly against Celtic I know it's a tighter pitch and, and they're at home but I, I was in terms of their setup, they were organised they were solid they were compact and I tell you what Two boys up front, physical presence, and he doesn't really change the way he plays. He's a 3-5-2, so he's 
So Rangers will be in for a tough one tomorrow and they'll be a tough nut to crack. What about the Rangers defence? What's your thinking about Ben Davies, how he did the other night and Leon King? Yeah, I mean, Davies was good. You know, they, they get the, the game under his belt. Paul, again, he brings that natural balance. As a left-sided player alongside Conor Goldson, thought Conor Goldson played well and I thought young Leon King, you know, it's a real positive. You know, we spoke to Barry um, on Tuesday night about it as, as, as a teenager he made his debut in the Champions League and, and what that does for you so for Leon King to get that 90 minute yeah he conceded a penalty it could have happened to anybody you forget about that it's it's what he did um, bigger picture and he is a real fine we always look for kids to come through the system it's very very tough to do it at Celtic and Rangers you need to be pretty exceptional on and off the park to make the grade that boy's going to make the grade that's for sure See yeah, it. proud of his performance. I, I thought he was um, he was excellent going into that sort of environment at Anfield, um, coming up against the sort of quality. Uh, I thought he was I thought he was excellent. I've got to be honest with you. The only blip was the the penalty, but you'll learn for that. Sometimes when you're beat, you can't dive in. Um, but that's that's all part of being a young player, learning from your experiences, and I'm sure he will. But I think Rangers have got a a real player for the, the, the future there. And we'll also talk about somebody who's still there at Rangers and Alan McGregor. The difference he made. Ridiculous. Yeah, it is, isn't it? <laughs> this, it, is, uh, I mean, it would have been six, wouldn't it? It, it couldn't have been even more than Maybe that. more. Yeah. yeah but and, again, I know we were talking and I, I watched the game again. As you do. Yeah. Because yeah. sometimes you think you miss sure. stuff or, or whatever, but he's got no right to save one or two of them. Now, I expect him to make these sort of saves because he's a top quality goalkeeper but I think it was uh, who was it? Diego Jota the one that's uh, high to his right yeah, I, and I, I thought, I he'd, thought he'd, he'd, he'd skied it when we watched it yeah, didn't he? he's, he's actually, actually finger-tipped yeah. 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 um, but listen it just shows you at 40 years of age he's been out of the team for 11 games he's no spat the dummy out he's supported John McLaughlin but he's worked hard to get that opportunity and when he's got the opportunity he's shown what quality brings when he came in for the Napoli game saves two penalties but also in that game he had three or four top class saves and then at Liverpool some of the saves uh, were, were, were ridiculous just a top top keeper if he does the same again in Wednesday night he'll be chapping Gio's door for a five year deal <laughs> I was going to say <laughs> yeah. for next season but he looks, yeah. he looks yeah. um, refreshed as well yeah. do you know what I mean yeah. a lot of people say maybe he was looking a bit tired no. last season or whatever but you know what, I think that's gave him the bit between his teeth. He'd been left out. I think he's thought to himself, nah, I'm not here just to pick up a wage. I'm here to be number one. And listen, he's showing these qualities. News is next, then we're back. 0808 17 17 700. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com. Your local friendly experts for new and used cars. Let's go! It's been European football all week and we're back to the Euro Nights on Tuesday and Wednesday. Celtic have Leipzig in town and then Wednesday, Liverpool at Ibrox. More of that in the coming hour. They're making their mind up about Eurovision 2023. <laughs> is it going to be Liverpool or is it going to be here in Glasgow? We'll find out later tonight. That'll be a Waterloo if we... Uh, no, it's not. Sending out an SOS. Abba, one of the big ones. James is saying, who, who, what are these uh, songs? Well, as long as you hold me now, Paul. Oh, thank you, steady. <laughs> I'm close to it. <laughs> Let's get back to uh, the football then, this coming weekend. It's going to be some weekend. And well done, Scotland women's last night. 1-0. It was into extra time when the ball was played in. Aaron Cuthbert's 
header by Abby Harrison. We're through to the playoff, Barry, with uh, Ireland's women's yeah, on next Tuesday, Tuesday night. Yeah, yeah I, I was flicking between both games. Um, obviously, Scottish women yep. game and, and Hearts and Fiorentina. Um, the weather looked atrocious, <laughs> yeah. um, let's be honest. But Austria, um, they got to the quarterfinals of the Euros. Yeah. So that, that was a brilliant result for Scotland last night. Well, remember the other night, Leanne Crichton said to us, this is going to be a really tough game, but mm -hmm. we could do it. And Mark, we did. And yeah. it's great news. 10,182 yeah. people, given the weather last night. Yeah, no, it's a great turnout uh, for the women's team. And there'll be more there on Tuesday, Paul. Uh, that's for sure. Yeah, you're, you know, you're going up against... Um, the uh, the Celtic game, uh, Celtic part, but the, the the women's football now, Paul, which is great, it's got a core audience, and I, and I know from self, my, my my youngest daughter's been playing football. She's fifteen, and the, the appetite that they've got for it, mm. um, and also as well, it's a big thing. We know ourselves well from the media. That game's now on the back pages of our national papers. That wasn't the case even just five years ago. Um, so you know, it's big. It's, it's going in the right direction. Still have a lot of improvement. Still a lot more quality to come but the more and more um, investment in women's football the infrastructure will, will improve different things will improve and, and the women's um, football will improve too but it's certainly heading in the right direction and wish them all the best against uh, Ireland on Tuesday Absolutely big game tonight in the Championship in Verness against Partick Thistle who are going great guns yeah, Barry Yeah I'll be yeah. tuning into that one mm -hmm. um, Dodgy's Inverness team coming up against uh, Ian McCausey played in the playoffs mm. last year and um, right, yeah. yeah Inverness get the better of them but as you say as Partick this was absolute flying what a result for them last weekend um, so yeah I'll be tuning in and watching that one tonight and remember the score predictor in this hour oh. for the game so and of course on Monday well we said it this time last week that when Kevin was on the Rangers fan from Easter House and he's won in total what £1,300 yeah, brilliant. Brilliant, brilliant isn't brilliant. it yeah have we invited them to the night out? <laughs> <laughs> right, let's go on the lines. Who we will invite? Craig is on the line. A Rangers fan. Good evening, Craig. Evening, Paul. Evening, guys. How you doing? How you doing, Hi, Craig? Good. How are you? How are you feeling? What What are you thinking? What's in your mind? Uh, obviously, Champions League this week. Uh, yeah. What's your thought? Yeah. Well, on the, the Champions League, I must say, I uh, I was extremely disappointed on Tuesday. Um, I, I actually thought, um, you know. I had a bit of quite confidence getting into the game before yeah. I saw the team sheet being announced. Um, I think as soon as I saw that it was, you know, a five-four-one, you know, team sheet with that kind of formation and the players that he was playing, I thought, um, you know, at that point I started to have concerns purely because I thought, for me, number one, I'd have been starting Cholak. You know, I don't think Morelos is ready yet to be. To be starting in any kind of game, certainly you would bring him on, but I wouldn't have started him. Well, let's put that to Barry right away, straight back to the moment, Craig. I, I'll, I'll yeah. be honest. If we, if Rangers went in a normal four-three-three, I, I thought I thought that would be playing into Liverpool's hands. I, I'll be honest with you. I, I, I says it before the the team got announced that I had a incline to maybe go with a five-four-one. Which listen, I'm totally fine with. The only thing that I wasn't fine with was they had to keep the ball a bit better when. Yeah. They got the ball off Liverpool, you've got to keep it for 20, 30 seconds, at least give yourself a breather. That was the only issue I had on the night. We didn't retain the ball well enough. Um, and, and you know what? Look, I think he'll go with a similar um, formation next week, whether he might change that to a 5-3-2. You obviously heard his interview yeah. We about Sholak Morelos. Now bring that on all day long, because I, I think that could um, work 
big time in Rangers' favour. Craig, what do you think of that for Tuesday? Cholak and Morelos together. I would be absolutely that. I would be delighted to see that because I think we're at the stage now in the Champions League where we have to just go for it. Yeah, you know, I know we're playing really good teams. I get that, but see, at the same time, we haven't even scored a goal, and not not only that, we've barely had a decent chance. That's not good enough. I don't care who you're playing. We are still a decent team. We're Europa League finalists last season and we can't carve out any half-decent chances and score some goals. I mean, even Celtic are scoring goals um, in their Champions League game. So we have to do that. Go to Ibrox on Tuesday. I think the two of them up front together really complement each other because Morelos can, you know, he's that sort of battering ram of the defence. He will create those spaces that Cholak can get into and we know that Cholak's a great finisher. You know, you give him that ball in the 18-yard box, more often than not, he's finding the back of the net. So, I think absolutely... Listen, let's be honest here. Liverpool have not exactly set the header late this season. And I actually think defensively, they they have been a little bit... Whether it's because of some of the injuries they've got with Robertson and that, they've not exactly looked promising. I mean, Brighton go and put three goals past them last weekend. You yep. know, you can't tell me if we played Brighton, we wouldn't compete. So, why why not? Mark? Uh, yeah, do you know what I think Craig makes a lot of great points and, and I agree with a lot of them but I'll, I'll start with what I don't agree with them mm-hmm. first on and just, just latterly there you know uh, Liverpool have, have had a, a, by their standards have had a poor start to season no doubt about that you yeah. can't deny it they've only lost one league game out of 26 right? so they're no winning but they're no losing they're no keeping clean sheets but they're still scoring so therefore I, I think there's a there's a false uh, perception about Liverpool just now based on the results but when they come up against a team at Rangers at Anfield, bear in mind, Rangers are fragile European football, Paul. You know, they, they got off to a horrible start in Amsterdam and, and they might never recover from it over the, over the period of the six games. Um, they played better against Napoli, but then they won the game, got down to 10 men, you know, really killed them off. But Craig, I just, you know, examine the Liverpool team. They're an exceptional football team. Rangers are not in their level. Now, that might be a wee bit hard to win. I know every Rangers fan, every Celtic fan, they expect to win every game regardless of the opposition. But that's not realistic. Um, the only thing about the, the front two, I would love to see it. I just don't know. I can't see how he starts with a front two on Wednesday night. Maybe finish the game with a front two if you're only a goal down or, or, or whatever. It's you know nil nil. You want to go and win the game, but. Um, I like that the if you're going to go with a back three, I like like a three four one two. So if you're going to play the two up top. Then is it Kent or is it Arfield who's, who's in behind there for you? It's got to be Arfield. So, so it's Arfield, so you're not playing Kent. And if you're going, um, you're two wing-backs, which would, which would be Tavernier and, um, and Barisic, but you're effectively leaving them in their own mm-hmm. against you know whoever it's going to be in, in the way. So I get, I'd love to see a front two. I just, I'd be very, very surprised if, if he does it against Liverpool. That said, you've said it, Craig, and Barry said it. They need to go and find a way. They need to do something different. First of all, to get a goal and then to try and get a point in the board. And you're right, they've not created a lot of chances. So they need to do something different. I just don't know. I think a front two might be too much of a gamble because you risk getting... Okay. You could risk a, a proper hammer. See, you could risk if you go a 4-4-2. I think you're, you're leaving yourself a bit wide open. I just think going with a five at the back with the two wing-backs pushed up and the three uh, three central midfielders and two up top, then that's giving you an extra body because you know what they're like in the counter. They hit you at some pace, Liverpool. So that's where I, I think you've got to come up with something different. Look, I agree with what Craig said there. It's, we've got, I, I think you've just got to go and have a pop at them but also be 
mindful of that you're, who you're up against. You're up against a top quality team, and as you've seen, the, the pace of Salah, the pace of Diaz, um, you've got the guys in the middle of the pitch who can run a game of football. But just be going in Gio's interview, that excites me. That, that tells me it's in his thinking. He's, he's obviously thinking. And I believe next week they've got to get something for the game if they've got any hope of qualifying for the third place. Craig, do you think you can still, you will get the third place? Um, I, I, I don't know, uh, is the honest truth here, okay. because my fear is that after Liverpool, we're then away to Napoli, and we've seen what Napoli, I and mean, they dismantled Ajax, and Ajax were at home when they done that. That's a remarkable result now. The thing that will help is, obviously, regardless of what happens on Tuesday, um, is if they can obviously beat Ajax again. Um, but the issue we're going to have is then if we can't get any point, and this is why we need to get a point, at least on Tuesday, because if we don't, we're probably not going to get against Napoli, and then we're going to have to, if Ajax are still in three points, outdo what they've done to us. We'd, we'd have to beat them by more than the three-goal margin, or the four-goal margin, sort of, sure. that they and that's, us with. That's not going to happen, enough. is it? Sure, Barry. Yeah. Your point today? I'm, I'm yeah. hanging on. There's two games mm-hmm. at Ibrox. Yep. That's what you've got to be hanging on to. No, next Wednesday you're coming up against. As, as I said, no a level. Yeah. I'm talking levels yeah. above. But you never know at Ibrox. You never know. Gio sure. might mm-hmm. come up with a plan, whether it's the five-three-two or whether it's the three-four-one-two. Two, who knows? But they've got to try and get something. However, whatever way they get it, whether that's been should I say anti-football and, and not allow yeah. name any time mm. who cares yeah. who cares didn't They've bother you the last time did it I, I, I sure. couldn't care less we got a point you got to the final yep so that's what they've got to try and hang on to for, for next week because I do think Ajax are beatable at home so Napoli as Craig says they're um, they're just an absolute fire at Napoli so you're, you're, no, you're going to struggle to get anything over there Craig, thanks very much for calling the Go Radio Football Show. Glasgow Zone, we're here with Macklin Motors. Mark Guidi, Barry Ferguson. I know trying to be positive, but... Yeah, be positive, yeah. Exactly, positive. let's be up. I'm trying to put a Listen, positive spin on this. Barry, we're going to be together on Monday, the 2nd of January. It's the Rangers-Celtic game. Well, Sky... Well, you're thinking, what? <laughs> Sky... It's going to be that bad at New Year. Sky have just released some new dates. It's just coming in. So, yep, 12.30 kickoff. Rangers, Ibrox. Celtic, Judgment Day, the new year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, that's a belt yep. up. I always look forward to the old fun games. They're yep. always a bit special. And, you know, we've always got three in the second half of the year, the second half mm-hmm. of the season. Um, interesting to see where both teams are sitting points wise, Paul, come that game. Yep, there's, uh, they're coming in. We're over, we're over really when good did, look at um, when yep. does the league start back up after the World Cup? 17th, right? of, 17th, December, 17th. of December, Saturday, 17th of December. And that's yeah. the fixtures just coming out. James is on it as always, but the fixtures just coming out from Sky will give you it very, very shortly. Yep, um, yeah, I'll give you it when, when we get it in a few seconds. We're looking forward to so. Can you imagine that should be some game? Two points in it at the moment. What will it be at that point as we go into the new year? And the effect of, is it fair to say, Matt, would you say that the international break wasn't good for Celtic? But that's maybe too easy to say because Rangers had a great win over Hearts. Celtic lost to St Mirren and that was before the break. But they don't seem, they're not firing the way they were a month ago. Yeah, I, mean, I think the the, the the high point was also 9-0 um, at Tannadice. They, they, they destroyed um, the United that, that day. Um so look, it's probably to be expected, Paul. You think players away yeah. in international duty, Champions League, and then you know Saturdays, particularly when you go um, away from home. So 
it'd be hard to reach those heights but certainly in terms of performance against Motherwell losing to St Mirren and whatever they do tomorrow against St Johnson they'll certainly be looking for better Rangers against Hibs on Thursday December the 15th it's going to be an 8 o'clock kickoff live on Sky Sports so that's the first of them I'll tell you more very, very shortly. Tomorrow we're looking forward to the games. We're going to do the predictor soon, Barry. You're feeling confident you'll get them right tonight, last weekend. Well, see when, see when the, the football show started, yeah. this, I, I thought, it, ah, that's, a, that's easy. It, how difficult yeah. is it? <laughs> I, I think the most results I've had is, is uh, two. Two correct um, results. No, no, even correct results. Correct sure. scores. Um, so listen, that was that was a brilliant one last week, wasn't it? Thirteen, absolutely. Thirteen hundred yeah. quid. With, with what's going on in the, the world? That sure. that would have done. The, is it Kevin? It was what, Kevin, the Rangers do, fan. Do him the world the good that Aberdeen Celtic live in Sky Sports twelve thirty Saturday the seventeenth and then Friday the twenty third Ross County against Rangers and live in Sky Sports at seven. 30. Just shows you, Paul, as we said last week. So you think of it, Rangers are at Pittord during the Tuesday mm-hmm. rearranged game um, for the Queen's passing. So on Tuesday, the 20th of December, Rangers are at Pittordry, and three Oof. days later, they're at Dingwall, both live on Sky. And then, you know, we're into the, the Christmas period. And then I said it starts back, Barry, in the 17th, starts back two nights earlier. Rangers at Home to Hibs, Thursday, 15th of December. When is the Ross County game? The Friday. So they're at Pittordry on the Tuesday. Tuesday. And then they play Ross County on the Friday, both away from home. And then it's, it's it's Christmas Eve the following day. So obviously we you know thought what? that would happen because Sky didn't want any live games on Christmas Eve. So it's Tuesday, Friday, both yeah. away do, from home. Do you know home. what you do there? You, you go up, you play Aberdeen, you stay up. Right. Aye, Instead yeah. of travelling back down. Great. Yep. <laughs> but listen, sure, it makes you know sense. What? You've I know. got to win yeah, games yeah, of football, absolutely. Paul. You've got sure. to try everything yep. in your power to... Because you're going to travel three and a half hours on a bus yeah. Tuesday, late Tuesday night. You're yeah. going to get back, what, two, three in sure. the morning. Mm. Um, and then you're having to travel up to Dingwall on the Thursday. Which is the longest you, journey, you're isn't you're not travelling the day. Sure. So I would imagine that they might do something like that. Friday night football for Rangers for the first time, I think. Yeah, I don't yeah. mind Friday night football. And Scotland, here's something we spoke about last week. It has been announced Scotland will play Turkey in an away international on Wednesday the 16th of November. Uh, that that came out already, wasn't it? It's definitely now. It's come out from the Scottish national football team. Turkey against Scotland on that date, 16th of November. Quick break, and then soon we're going to be doing the score predictor. And also, what about some of the games last night as well? Hearts will talk about that. Mm. What about Neil Lennon's ammonia? Yeah. They ran Man United quite close. That and more next. There's a new name for Toyota in Lanarkshire. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota opens this October in Hamilton. We're bringing you everything Toyota backed by first-class service. So come and view the stunning new Toyota range, all with up to 10 years warranty. Including the Igo Cross and the new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas. Our formidable range of commercial vehicles, including the Hilux. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer-trained technicians. And special advice from our Motability team. Macklin Motors Toyota opens Monday, October the 17th at Whistlebury Road, Hamilton. It's the Go Radio Football Show. There's a real weekend feeling here. We're looking forward to, I think, getting back to the Premiership. Look, it's great to be involved in Champions League, but I hear you, Barry, what you're saying. There has to be a degree of realism, and I think there is, listening to the, the comments on the socials. Yeah, because, listen, the Champions League is the elite football um, competition no no doubt about it and you just need yep. to see in terms of Rangers I'm looking more at Rangers in terms of the group they're in um, Liverpool 
three Champions League finals in the last five years. Napoli, um, top of Serie A. And, and you, I mean, the quality in Napoli, I mean, I knew they were a good team, but until you actually see them live mm-hmm. at Ibrooks, they were, they were top class. Um, that, that three behind the main striker yeah, were, were, were just, I thought, were unbelievable on the night. Um, and then obviously Ajax, who, you know, what Dutch are like. I love to play the, the football in the right manner. So that, that was a real tough group for for Rangers. But listen, Champions League's it's a brilliant distraction. Of course. Let's be honest. The city will be buzzing when you think about it. The Liverpool yeah. fans coming up, the Germans coming in in big numbers as ah. well. So ah, it's a, good it's, for it's, trade. Ah, it's yep. a great week, you know, great for the bit for the you know, the bars, the restaurants, mm. you know, everybody get, get getting a turn, a good we buzz the dark nights, Christmas shop, and all that kind of stuff starting. So uh, not be great. And just, and just the point, I actually just hope that the, the game against Ajax doesn't come too late because it's the last game. Because you're right, you won't overturn that four 0 deficit Paul in terms of the head to head. Because you think back, there was, there was probably a real there was a falseness about that game because Rangers were really really fragile, yeah. got off to a horrible start. And I think I'm not saying Ajax are a good team, but I think Rangers made Ajax look better than what they are. I think you know that they, 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 they could certainly win that game, Rangers. And for Celtic, still a lot to play for. They could be second. I know it sounds hard to believe. Mm. Bottom club at the moment, just that one point. They might end up regretting uh, just the one point against Shakhtar, but they could still do it against Leipzig. It's going to be tough on Tuesday night Tuesday. when they come to town. Well, the headline today, though, Callum McGregor's been down to London. He's probably still down there. He'll have been assessed by now. But the manager did say today this is not going to be a short-term injury. Um, they're still checking at a different level. CCV has been training and Aaron Moy as well. Will they be back for tomorrow? You've got a sneak feeling maybe. Well, you see sure. if you've got anything. Well, you need to ask Carter Vickers himself, but if you want him back 100%. You don't want him coming back in um, 90%. You need to make sure because he's, he's a massive player. Well, you've seen that over the course since he's he's come up from, from Tottenham. He's a... He's a centre-back that's certainly impressed me and I think he's grew. He's got stronger and he's got better um, as the more games he's played. Let's look to the games. First of all, for St Johnson tomorrow, the 12.30 kick-off. And Spostakoglu speaking about the opposition. Yeah, it'll be a, yeah, it'll be a tough game. I think every game you know, in Premiership is that, especially away from home. You kind of know, you know the, the challenges that exist. Um, they obviously played midweek and had a disappointing result. So at home, they'll, you know, they'll want to make sure... Yeah, they, they make amends for that. So, <coughs> yeah, we, like I said, we know it's going to be a, you know, a tough game like all away games are in the Premiership. And, uh, again, it's just about us making sure that we start the game well and start with the right intensity and tempo. Mark, we had Jim, a Rangers fan, on last night. He was pointing out Celtic's lack of success uh, results-wise recently, going back to the St Mirren game. At St Johnson tomorrow, they'll be disappointed, were they, to lose mm. at Kilmarnock and lose 2-1. Yeah, I think Callum, you know, the, the, the first goal command not scored was a wonder goal, it was a beautiful yep. free kick. The second goal, St John's conceded, I think Callum Davidson, you're really disappointed, it switched off and, you know, a couple of opportunities to, to clear and then they get a, a really good goal from uh, Theo Bear, but it was just too late, only a couple of minutes to go. So certainly look for an, uh, an improvement and St John's are certainly better than last season, um, Paul, but it's still a hell of an ask to go and get anything from Celtic tomorrow. You know, they are the champions, they've got a big, big squad. Yeah, they're not as good just now as they were maybe four weeks ago, but they're still formidable. Still formidable. And the thing that Ange, <clears throat> excuse me, Ange Postecoglou and these players will have uh, in terms of a benefit, because he's, he's on the record there saying he's going to make changes. I think probably four or five. A couple will be enforced. Um, 
as he made changes against St Mirren and the players didn't respond they let themselves down let the manager down so they'll be wary of that we can't let that happen again but you know the way St Johnson defend I think they're very strong defensively St Johnson Celtic will need to do will need to work hard to get their, to, to get their goals He's been talking about the lack of goals No because that's why people clubs spend 50 or 60 million dollars on players to do that that's the hardest part of the game you know we're not going to be a club that spends 50 or 60 million to, to bring in a player to score goals what we we're going to be a club is that we're going to be a club that creates chances and um, you know sometimes it hits the post and it goes out other times it hits the post and it goes in and uh, that's the fine line so ultimately what I'm looking at is as I said you know creating opportunities is what has got us to this space and what will continue to take us to you know forward um, <coughs> our game model is based around creating opportunities and being a dominant team and you know, that's the most important thing. If, if that doesn't happen, then that would be a concern for me. Barry, this could be the time for Georgius Gikamakis. Yeah, but see, in terms of this is yeah. where it, it flips. Like Rangers and Celtic are up against quality teams, level of finances, and then obviously they come back domestically and Rangers and Celtic are the powerhouses with the big, obviously, wage budgets and they can go out and spend millions. Um, so... Yes, uh, I, I mean again. You know, for me, I think you have two or three off results throughout a season. In terms of take away the old firm games, there's always going to be surprise results. But more more than um, not, you expect Rangers and Celtic to win every single week. Um, in terms of Geo Marcus, Paul, I, I think he will start tomorrow. You think yeah. he will? Yeah, yeah, I think he will. Yeah, because he's looked hungry to be fair mm. when he comes on. Um, again, he's similar to like what Sholak is. He, he loves the ball um, in, in the box, um, but he's a real physical presence as well. And again, he's one that I wasn't too sure about when he came in. But again, he's one that's shown that he's got good quality, and he, and he, he does the hardest thing in the game for me, and that's put the ball in the back of the net. Let's get the squad update from Ange. Well, there'll be some some natural ones, obviously. You know, with, with like I said, Callum out, and um, but I'll wait and see how the boys are this morning. We've obviously um, Cameron Carter Vickers and, and Aaron Moy had a session yesterday, and they're due to join training this morning. So I'll see how they go. The Alabarda's obviously available after midweek. Dave Turnbull will miss out. Uh, he's got some tonsillitis, so we're hoping that by Tuesday, hopefully that's cleared up. But we'll wait and see. So I'll just see how the boys um, sort of pulled up from the game, and um, but you know we'll, we'll make at least uh, you know two or three changes. That, um, because A, we just got going to be a challenging game tomorrow and we need to freshen up the team. We've got some guys who've been training well and, and sort of we need, we, we, we'll put them in the team and give them an opportunity. And uh, like I said, I'll assess it from there. The score predictor on the Go Radio Football Show with Clyde Belt Home Improvements, specialists in all aspects of UPVC windows and doors. It's Barry Ferguson, Mark Guidi, and Paul Cooney. And also on the line now, we've got Ross from East Kilbride who joins us for the score predictor. Good evening, Ross. How you doing, mate? Yeah, good. Uh, Kevin, last week he got £1,200 on top of the 100 so tonight you could win an extra 150 so you could walk away with £250. Barry was saying it, it sounds fairly easy, doesn't it? What do you feel? Uh, we'll wait and see how it goes. Uh, we'll just uh, give it the scores and see what happens. OK. It sounds uh, yeah. fairly easy, but it's not no, easy. Exactly, yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> uh, we'll find out exactly what it's going to be. So, what about Rangers? You've got Liverpool coming to town on Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday, Wednesday. in fact, for Rangers, isn't it? The other way around. What are you feeling about it? Do you think you could still come third in the group? Uh, I think we'll be 
Yeah, I hope so. Obviously, after that night against Liverpool, it was two, two nil. Uh, so we'll wait and see how it happens. But I mean, the crowd behind us, so it's obviously extra man there. Uh, but we've got McGregor and goals. It could have been a lot more the last time round. But so what, I'm hoping for a draw. What about Alan McGregor? If you were the manager or Ross Wilson, would you not be in there signing him up for another year? I think I would, yeah. But I mean, he's forty year old, so uh, it's, uh, it's a big ask for him, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, I seen man, Robbie yeah. McCrory signed a, yeah. a contract extension. I seen that, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I, I tell you something about him. He, he's got the potential, but he needs to play. He needs to play games, man. You'll know yourself as an ex goalkeeper. He just needs that experience. So I would like to see um, Robbie. Give him a chance. Yeah, yeah, even give him a chance. Yeah, but if he's not going to get that chance, um, and I think the best way to do it is uh, on Saturday against the man. But if he's not going to be given the chance, I would like to see him go out and play for the the last half of the the season to get that that experience because he's been out before and he's proved that he he can handle it. He was at Livingston, yeah. um, but no, I I think they've got a future Rangers goalkeeper there, no doubt about it. Is he still number yeah, three though, Barry? Would you think is it still John McLaughlin or it's Alan McGregor at the moment? Yeah, Alan McGregor's yeah, number sure. one. I'd probably say big John McLaughlin's the the, the backup mm-hmm. at this moment in time. But it, it shows you how much Rangers rate him mm-hmm. when they've. Yeah signed him up um, in a, a new three-year contract so as I said he just needs to go and get that wee bit of game time and if he gets that wee bit of game time gets that experience um, then Rangers will definitely have a, a top goalkeeper in their hands I think it's a real difficult one see, see when you're a number three at a club like, like Rangers you take Robbie McCrory um, he, uh, clubs want three good goalkeepers in case anybody gets injured sure. then so and that's that, that's natural so for, in order for a number three to get out like Barry's saying for him to go out in January and, and get the last four months of the season somewhere and I agree with that you need to have a decent number four to step up because if you've not got a callback option then the managers get a wee bit nervy if you're only you know you lose McLaughlin or you lose McGregor so it's important before you let your number three that, you, that you've got a more than decent sure. um, number four Here's what the manager had to say about Bobby or Robbie McCrory no, I didn't speak with very Robbie uh, about um, you know game and additional game time. It's uh, uh, of course I'm happy that he's signed a new contract because he's a you know very talented goalkeeper. Uh, he's already involved with the national national team setup, so that for him it's 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 really good. And of course, you know if you look look at the the long term future of this club, you know it's always good to have a young goalkeeper who's talented. If you see, you know, the age we have uh, with uh, with Alan and John uh, as the first two keepers. Good to have the options, Barry, but I, I think they were saying it last night as well. We broke the news on the show. He needs to go out and loan. He needs to play. Yeah, he needs to yeah. play. And, uh, I think if you ask Robbie himself, he, he'll know that. He knows that to go and gain the valuable experience. But I tell you what, they've got a, they've got a proper goalkeeper in their hands here. Um, no doubt about it. And that's the reason why they've, they've um, signed them up my long term deal bumper new pay packet for him and that's always good news isn't it it'll be a big weekend for him yeah. <laughs> like that word bumper, bumper you know, a yeah. bumper new contract <laughs> oh, and do you know what it'd be brilliant for him training me Alan McGregor yeah. and even John McLaughlin who's got good, real good experience in the game so he'll benefit big time at that Ross can you stay on for a wee bit because we're going to take a break shortly but we're going to start with yeah. the predictions and the first game up is the early kickoff St Johnson against Celtic Barry what's your thoughts on Joe Hart now when we said he was coming to Glasgow mm-hmm. you know him so well you played alongside him and he's done brilliantly but that was a howler the other night yeah it was I mean he admitted that himself yeah. um, after the game he held his hands up that's what I, I expect for, for Big Joe he, he takes responsibility but 
I just think looking back at it when it comes don't take chances I know the manager wants you to play it but think of your team just take it to the side and launch it 50-60 yards up the pitch so like, he's still a top goalkeeper he's, sure. he's saved yeah. plenty of points for, for Celtic since he's um, been up here and if Callum McGregor is out is he the captain for you? Uh, yeah it'd be a good shout because he's a very good communicator um, he's a, a real leader in the, mm. the dressing room he's a real voice as well yeah but that's a good shout I would probably see him maybe getting that Mark? Aye it's a good shout I mean, I'm just trying to think there Paul who the, the, the sort of natural vice captain is you know it's, it's very rarely McGregor this is a game I think yeah, it is right. Joe so yeah I would give it you know because he's he's a leader mm. he's a leader and, he, and he's respected you know so uh, yeah give him the armband A few people have been on the socials saying what about near beaten will they regret letting him go Callum McGregor he said the manager said it, this is not going to be he's not a short term yeah. injury no, no you, you, you can't no you, you, okay. nah, you've got to move yeah. on from, from that you know see, that's, that's the benefit of, of hindsight sure. Paul you know, it was the right decision at the time ok uh, Ross what do you think then St Johnson Celtic tomorrow uh, obviously Celtic's uh, the favourite to win uh, so I would probably you want to score just now yeah please yep yeah I'd probably say 4-1 4-1 you reckon Barry. I think it's going to be closer right, than okay. that. I mm. think um, I'll go St. Johnson 1, Celtic 2. 2-1. Mm. You've seen Gikamakis there? I keep throwing Gikamakis at you. Know, why, yeah. why do you keep asking? I'm, I'm that's not too sure. I know. That's the ninth time you've <laughs> asked me about Gikamakis. <laughs> Mark, what do you reckon? <laughs> uh, I'm going to go... I'm going to go a wee sneaky one here and go 1-1. One, one. Ooh, 1-1. One, one. Scorers? Give us, give us your scores we don't need them Ross but Mark who are your scorers uh, scorers I'll say mm. Nicky, Nicky Clark, Clark for St Johnston yeah. and I will go with Stephen Welsh for Celtic right Stephen Welsh who scored the opening goal of the season for Celtic it was Stephen McGinn who told yeah. us the other night yeah. you remember I've, I've forgotten that that he scored in that opening game against Aberdeen right so Ross from East Kilbride is going for Celtic what about Hibs against Motherwell Mark can I come to you first at uh, Easter Road and what about the well the other oh, night in that what, a, what a result five. Oh, fantastic result yeah. Stevie Hamill's doing really well players are playing for him they're enjoying their football enjoying their stuff which is great Uh um, but I'm going to go for a Hibs victory 2-1 alright so right okay I was going to say <laughs> let's get another Lanarkshire boy on which is Ross in East Kilbride Ross what do you think? I would say Murrowell 2-1 2-1 going for the well big Van Veen hat trick the other night buddy. yeah but it's a yeah. long journey they put a lot into the game I'm, I'm going to go Hibs be a goal 1-0 mm. and Hibs for a long time people were saying I'm just not sure about Hibs are you yeah. now beginning to yeah, but, they're, look, they're, they're, they're having a half-decent season. Um, still missing a couple of players to come back for, for injury. Um, they're, they're certainly picking up and they're getting results, Paul, and that's all you can ask for. Right, so you're going for Celtic, this is Ross, and for Hibs, you reckon. Mm -hmm. Let's do one more and then a quick break. What about Livingston against Ross County? Mark, first, what do you reckon? Uh, Almondvale. I'm going to go Livingston 3, Ross County 1. Okay, you're going to live 8-3-1. Barry, what yeah, do you I'm reckon? Yeah, I'm going Livingston. Oh, you reckon, yeah. And that's a worry for Ross County now, isn't it? Yeah, I, mm -hmm. I said at the start of the season, I think I thought they would have been okay, but some of the results and then that one on Wednesday night, that, that, that's a sore one at home, so their confidence must be lowering their snake's belly. Yeah, football's <laughs> a crazy game though, isn't it? Top mm -hmm. six last season. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But no. No, I, I can't see them getting anything at Livingston and um, that are so tough. No, Livingston win. Uh, convincingly for me Ross what do you reckon 
I ain't Livingston 2-0 mm. I thought you might go for Ross County No, no, no yeah, chance you okay. going for Ivy. <laughs> Quick break and then we're back We're on the score predictor <laughs> The Go Radio Football Show With MacklinMotors.com Your local friendly experts For new and used cars Let's go, go. Thanks, Chris. Don't forget the Go Radio Business Show with Workflow Solutions back on Sunday morning, 11am. Hunter and Hockey's special guest this week is Ian Ritchie, CBE, business founder and investor. I've met him, Barry. He's a terrific guy. In the boardroom, Sir Tom and Lord Hockey offer great business insight and advice, taking your calls and answering your questions. They don't take mine. They said there's no chance of me in business, but that'll be a great show on Sunday morning, 11 till 12. We're on the score predictor with our friends at Clyde Built Home Improvements and from East Kilbride on the line is Ross. Ross so far, so he's going for Celtic to win at St. Johnson. He reckons maybe 4-1. Um, Hibs to beat Motherwell and Livy to beat Ross County. Um, tomorrow, Rangers against St. Mirren. Well, let's go to that one because that's your team. Are you going to the game? Will you be at the match tomorrow? Yeah, I'm going my tomorrow. Oh, excellent. What's her name? Emily. Emily. So, who's her favourite player? Uh, it's got to be Tavenier. Oh, Tav, yeah, your captain. He's been absolutely magnificent. What do you think about up front there? Because you heard uh, Giovanni van Bronker saying he might play Cholak and Morellas together. What do you feel? I hope so. I've been wanting that to happen for quite some time, but it's just, it's just the formation. I don't know if maybe it's going to work or not, but we'll wait and see what happens tomorrow. Uh, I'd like to see them play and probably most of my, my Rangers fellow friends will probably like it too as well so and what, what about the challenge to Ryan Kent he wants more uh, Ryan Kent he's, he's got it he's locked to be a really good player but I think he maybe should maybe get dropped and maybe put somebody else in that position uh, Matondo's good or be fashion junior He's been speaking about Matondo. Yeah, well, it's. I think it's. Um, if you see his qualities, he can. He can. He can play also on the right. I think he's. You know, if you see all the games he played, his 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 natural more precision is is on the left. And uh, but you know, we we used uh, Robbie as well on the left with substitutions. But also, I think he started the game on the left against St Johnston. So. Uh, you know, I think we have uh, we have wingers who can play both sides. Uh, for Ryan, I think his more natural position is is on the left. But uh, I think if needed, he he can also be uh, he can also be playing on the on the right. Barry, what do you feel? I just like what Ross says. Are we fashion junior? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but he, he done well. Yeah. Um, two of them, Matondo and and Sakala, when they come on, yeah. at least they showed um, a bit of intent and use your pace. Yeah, I, I would. Do you know what I would say to them? See when the ball goes wide, don't turn back. If you turn back, I'm fine on you. Just go and use your pace and take people on. Because I tell you what, see when they're very, see when they're direct, they're dangerous. Ross? Definitely, I agree with Barry. Yeah. Well, but Cholak, his chance at the end, Alisson was a good save. He hit it yeah. too well. Mm-hmm. Well, I was saying that to Mark sometimes when you see strikers, like typical, it was like a boy day. Who would wouldn't they hit it perfectly, but it would fly in. Like he would like, no scalaf it, but no hit it perfect. And I think he's he's hit it too true. Um, but again, Michelle, I mean that you've got how can you not be impressed with eleven goals? Absolutely. Um, okay, what about that idea of uh, finding them if they go the wrong way, Mark? <laughs> Ryan Kent. <laughs> yeah, 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 yes, I love that. Yeah, shoot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Why not give it a bash? Aye. Well, if you're one on one, go and take him on. Because listen, the three of them have got pace to burn, and they're tricky. Ross, what's your scoreline then? You'll be there. What's your... 
I would probably say Rangers to one, four one. Four one to Rangers, same scoreline as you reckon yeah. at Celtic. Mark, what do you think? I'd go Rangers two St Mirren. I think I think it'll be a test out two goals in the second half. Two 0 mm. was that you yeah, said? Two 0 Okay, former St Mirren goalkeeper there, Mark Guidi, Barry Ferguson, <laughs> Rangers legend. Uh, yeah, I, I think I don't think it's going. They're going to run over the top of St Mirren just because of the start that St Mirren's had and the organisation. But Rangers will win the game by a couple of goals. Probably I, I was going two one, but no. 2-0 Rangers going 2-0 Rangers Jikamakis mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> <used that>, <laughs> and Cholak is it going to be Cholak and Morelos tomorrow what do you reckon do you know what I would love yeah. to like, you, you asked Ross and yeah. I, I mean my mates who are Rangers fans as well they've been asking the question could you do it of course it's possible to play the two of them and I tell you if you ask the vast majority of Rangers fans I think that's an exciting front too one of the talking points is what he said about Ryan Kent Boy, that he has to bring more. I mean, I think Ryan is a, is an exceptional player with a lot of qualities. The performance he had against Hearts was a really good one with a lot of threat going forward. I know that his qualities, I think the qualities hasn't been there every every game. He just needs to be consistent and make sure he gives him, you know, the best positions in the on the pitch to uh, to be dangerous, to either have an assist or to score on to score the chances uh, he he creates himself. You know, I think the goal he scored against Hearts is a great example you know when he comes in and just you know make sure he hits the targets he's definitely a player who can uh, who can give, give us more goals and assists and he's straightforward there Barry he's being honest and being direct I think he did it you said it earlier in a good way yeah I think he's, he's just been very straightforward and honest and respectful in the way he's saying mm. it he's saying that he rates him and I rate him I'm sure Ross rates him and a lot of Rangers fans but you, you just want to see more and he's just laying down the gauntlet as I said during the show Paul go and show me mm-hmm. week in week out because it's certainly in the locker for him Mark your scoreline was 2-0 here's what the manager said about St Mirren well I think they had a great start of the season you know the last six games they I think they won uh, five games or even uh, so it's a very good run they had a great result lately very, very recognisable p- team the way they play you know very uh, very aggressive find the two strikers really quick a lot of runners from midfield transition moments really strong and uh, defensive uh, defensive really compact so uh, you know if you are third in the league it means you know you started the season well credit to uh, St Mirren for the way they started the league so you're all going for Rangers to win against St Mirren Ross we're going to come to you what about Kilmarnock against Hearts great win for them the other night and Hearts just off the back of a a bad defeat last night to Fiorentina what do you think Ross? Uh, I'm going to go with Hearts uh, considering uh, Kilmarnock sitting 10th in the league and obviously last night they done really well last night considering it was a good opposition we are up against but I would say Hearts to win uh, 3-0 3-0 Mark what do you reckon? Hearts uh, need to start keeping 11 men on the pitch mm-hmm. Paul yeah. first of all that's mm-hmm. that's most important I think that'll be really that'll make Robbie Nielsen very angry um, that you know 4-0 on Saturday 3-0 last night um, I watched Kelly the other night they're, they're, they're stuffy you know they're, they're hard to break down um, I'm going to go 1-1 at Rugby Park on I Sunday yeah. I, I think that's <laughs> I was going to say that I think it's a draw written all, all over it I know Coman had the game against St Johnson Hearts they're my favourites to finish third but they're, they're just going through one of the spells just mm. now where they've got a few injuries I think Boyce is a massive miss mm. and as Mark just mentioned there they need to keep 11 men on the, on well, the pitch Nielsen. yeah yeah, but that's just a wee bit of an experience I think he's a good player mm. Lewis Nielsen I yeah. do 
I think he's a good player, just a wee bit of inexperience. He'll learn for that. Similar to um, Leon King mm-hmm. with, the, with the penalty. Um, but yeah, but I think it's going to be a Boa draw, 0-0. A 0-0. Yep. There, a nil-nil. He's only a teenager still, isn't he? Yeah, he's only 19. Wow, he looks yep. older. Yeah, yep, but uh, do you know what? He's very good, very good yep. player. Uh, as I said, he'll, he'll learn for that. It was just, I think he was trying to be too clever and trying... Um, get in front yeah. of him um, but the, the strikers nudged him and, and used his experience but he'll, he'll recover for that Barry our coefficient must be plunging it, you know in Scotland with you yeah, know, know Rangers no, nothing so far Celtic one point well, hopefully well, that changes in the next couple of weeks right. yeah Dundee United going out so early you think back it seems ages ago doesn't it uh, to AZ and all the rest of it okay two more games to go in fact one more game we've got uh, the new firm Derby we used to call it Dundee United against Aberdeen Mark what do you think of the eight game ban six plus two for Jim Goodwin what's happened to freedom of speech I, I was shocked uh, I have to be honest I was absolutely shocked um, at, the, at the outcome um, I don't know if Aberdeen have made it official yet but I'd be, I'd be flabbergasted if they don't appeal and I'm sure it'd be re- reduced on appeal look Jim Goodwin overstepped the mark. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. Albeit, I'm all for you know be allowed to say you know you know within reason as long as you're expressing um, an opinion, and that's Jim's uh, opinion. Ryan Portis would have the right of reply, as would the referee, but chose not to do it. But anyway, um, I think it's an excessive ban um, from the SFA. Barry, yeah, I was expecting a ban, like two games, we maybe two suspended, but when I seen six. Game banned me two games suspended. I, I was I was I was shocked at that. Ross, what do you think is going to happen in the game in at Tannadice? Uh, the score, uh, I would probably say, what's the team against Dundee sorry? United against Aberdeen. So Dundee United still looking for their first win. Yeah, they're all going to go in against Aberdeen. So I would say Aberdeen to two 0 two 0 to Aberdeen. Barry, what do you think? Yeah, I think Aberdeen will win the game. Convincingly, I, th- I think it'd be two or three goals. And I see that your nephew got some minutes the other night. Yeah, I, yeah. I watched it. Yeah, no, no, a lot of minutes, mm-hmm. right enough. Um, he's a wee bit frustrated over there, but listen, as I said, you just need to hang on in there and, and hopefully that his chance will come. And when his chance comes, he's, he's got to take it, Paul. Mark, what do you reckon? I I watched him United last week at Tannadice. Going to be tougher than Paul, going to be a tough mm-hmm. season. Edley and Fox has got a big job in his hands. Aberdeen much more settled. Um, Aberdeen to win 2-1. Ross, thank you so much. We'll see how you go. So you are going... Uh, what was your scoreline? Yeah, Aberdeen 2-0 there. So you're going for Aberdeen, you're going for Hearts, you're going for Rangers, you're going for Livingston, you're going for Hibs, and you're going for Celtic. Thanks, Ross. Speak to you maybe on Hello. Monday. Cheers. Thank That's you. the score predictor, and you, it could be you next week at thisisgo.co.uk. Just looking at Ross's predictions, um, Paul, and like Kevin yep. last week, he's yep. not going for a draw on any of them. He's going for six wins. Sure. He's going for six winners, and it worked for Kevin last week. Fingers crossed. Can I just mention Daryl Curry? And I worked with him before in his very early days. As he's been off for a couple of weeks, he's tweeted to say that he will be back on the screen soon. Thanks to everyone who sent such kind messages. The last couple of weeks have been extremely tough. I've been struggling health-wise, but I'm hoping the wonderful doctors I'm seeing can get to the bottom of it. Daryl, we wish you all the very best. He's a brilliant guy. terrific presenter. He is. Great young man. I mean, brilliant. I didn't know. I didn't know. Yeah, no, I didn't either. So... So... No, I worked with Daryl at yeah. BT Sport as well. First class professional, a good person, and um, he's brilliant at his job. I was Absolutely just about brilliant. To say that. He's brilliant he's at his job. Real, real top presenter. He says, I'm slowly making my way back, starting 
with uh, he's plugged BT we taught him well BT Sport tonight and Scottish Football Extra that's the guy you yeah. no no well, not at all first. but yeah I started him <laughs> so, uh, it, it was brilliant um, yeah well he's, yeah, he's, he's terrific he's, good. <clears throat> he's really yeah. good and a good guy you know, and, he, and he cares he looks out for people always like that about yeah. Daryl too any, mm. any youngsters coming through at TV you know, the runners all the different it, things he looks out for them treats everybody the same brilliant you were on a high the night didn't you he, he learned nothing from me I'm just looking forward to the weekend I think <laughs> well, yeah. I've seen your uh, new car in the car that's right yeah, okay. well, well, yeah. uh, instead let's <laughs> get back to 22 plate get, uh, <laughs> let's get <laughs> let's oh, get back a few quid. let's get back to reality is it, is it sh- takes a great thing right that's enough YouTube <laughs> because is it I'll Kenny Miller and Andy Walker there, I was thinking. they were sensational last night weren't they James <laughs> I must say they were very 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 good right because um, it's not a laughing matter at the top of the show with uh, Callum McGregor for Celtic but we'll find out soon but the manager did say that's not a short term one we hope he will be back soon because he's such a terrific mm. player we had the, the headlines from GVB a challenge to Ryan Kent I want to see more from you could there be Cholak and Morelos together up front and for Celtic Carter Vickers will he be back tomorrow and will Aaron Moy just looking at the, and we've got the dates and it's the big one isn't it yeah. Rangers Celtic for January 2nd Monday that'll be yeah it'll be amazing won't it Brilliant. looking forward to it uh, Arsenal so you've got some sway with uh, Mikel Arteta he's up against Livingston can you phone him and just say get tore in to Liverpool yeah, before leave the boot in a few times coming up um, that would be that would be okay but listen <clears throat> it's going to be a tough ask for yeah. Rangers next week but you know what Paul I've always maintained that you never know what, what can happen in a game of football what you what you you want to do next week is just make it as uncomfortable as possible for Liverpool. It was a good piece today. I did enjoy that. And you said you got it. It was ugly um, against Barcelona. But you got the draw and that's what you wanted. Yeah, honestly, yeah. I, see, after the game, I was shattered mentally because you, you had to be focused. I mean, you've got to be focused every game you play. But when you're playing against world-class players, that Barcelona team, absolute shattered because mm-hmm. your concentration, mm-hmm. see if it lapses for a second. You're done. Yep, they do you in. And Leipzig, you know, 3-1 against Celtic the other night, but Celtic could get at least... They could win. Yeah, yeah, I think Celtic can win the game, but just be... Do, do what they do, but just be a wee bit tighter defensively. Enjoy the games all weekend. We're back on Monday night together at five. We'll look forward to that. Zoe Kelly is up next after the news. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Your local friendly experts for new and used cars. Let's go! There's a new name for Toyota in Lanarkshire. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota opens this October in Hamilton. We're bringing you everything Toyota backed by first class service. So come and view the stunning new Toyota range, all with up to 10 years warranty. Including the Igo Cross and the new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas. Our formidable range of commercial vehicles, including the Hilux. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer trained technicians. And special advice from our motability team. Macklin Motors Toyota opens Monday, October the 17th at Whistlebury Road, Hamilton. 